Not sure if many of you know, but we do have a virtual tier within the Design Coven, virtual pro member tier, which includes three virtual meetings a month where we set intentions. We do group coaching. So bring all your questions. We answer those questions and you get to learn from other people going through the same struggles as you. We also do a business practice meeting. So we'll have somebody on to share a business practice that we can all benefit from. And then we also do a product training. So getting a sustainable, eco-friendly line to come on and share who they are so that we can be supported with other like-minded businesses. And if you're not quite ready for pro, you can always join our free community where you will connect with other like-minded holistic interior designers. You don't have to be an interior designer if you are kind of just dabbling or you're aspiring or you're looking into this field. We invite everybody from all journeys and you don't, again, have to be a designer. You don't have to have a degree. We're just a beautiful community of like-minded people looking to create healing spaces, not just for ourselves, but for our clients and future clients. Come join us at designcoven.com forward slash join. You're listening to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. This is a podcast that guides you as a new or inspiring independent interior designer navigating your entrepreneurial path. Here with my over 20 years experience, I will share my holistic approach to design with intention and ancient practices, including feng shui, all incorporating mind, body, and spirit into my design projects. You will also learn from seasoned interior designers as they give strategies and insight of how they built their businesses and continue to work in the field. Together, we will discover supportive trade partners, new ideas, creatives, and inspiring artists from around the world. I'm your host, Rachel Lorraine Crawford. Hello, and welcome back to the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. I have artist Sarah Stiber on with us today, which I'm super, super excited about. Welcome to our show, Sarah. Thank you, Rachel. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on. Of course, and hopefully you all are, are watching the video portion on YouTube because she's got um, just her paintings in the back. You can see the beautiful water floor. <laughs> her outfit is always like on point and colorful and, and gorgeous. So uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you definitely have to, to take a view as well because it's very delicious. <laughs> this is actually my work suit. So I wear it whenever I do installations or paint murals. And I forget that it's such a vibe. So when I'm walking around, I feel like sweaty and covered in paint. And I'm just like climbing on ladders. And I've just been like working all day. And I have all these people say, I love your outfit. And I'm like, it's an outfit. It's a uniform. This is your work uniform. Well, it's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> myself, of course. Of course you did um, and I'm sure that we'll see this. She has this beautiful chalice as well. That's just um, all colorful and gorgeous. So again, all the things. I'm just in love with all the things. Um, so Sarah, what? Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't. I didn't open our space. Let me light a candle. I've got too excited. I'm gonna light a candle just to kind of connect us, to ground us, because obviously I'm all over. Uh, but just to connect us with that beautiful spirit of fire, which is all about creativity and um, connection and, you know, all the things. So I'm going to go ahead and light this 
candle and then I'm going to pull a crystal card for us um, just to see what we might need to know for today what what energies are around us that we <clears throat> I'm pulling from the radiant crystal card deck the second um, edition and we have red um, barrel which is passion balance and strength you can see that um, it's root chakra and affirmation I find strength in my uniqueness and passions absolutely um, it the energies here display vibrant raspberry pinks it's the rarest of the barrel family um, it's unique makeup and fiery appearance offers a dynamic grand energy balance of emotion it reveals divine love amplifies our true nature I love that amplifies our true nature. Absolutely. That's Easy. beautiful. That's like the mission statement behind all of my paintings. I feel very seen by my heart. Oh my gosh. And it's the same color as your hair. That beautiful stripe in your hair. <laughs> Gorgeous. Love it. Um, I would love to know how you got into this world of art. I'm sure it's probably just in your bones and in your genes, but I want to hear like, what's the story? How did all this happen for you? Yeah, I, I really was one of those little baby, baby girls who just was always obsessed with drawing and painting. I, people are really surprised to hear that I was super shy as a kid. Um, and I think that art was, I mean, I think I had some natural talent and then just like such a drive and passion for it from such an early age. And I think it was just such a huge part of, um, teaching me how to express myself and um, it gave I got like some really like special and unique probably early recognition um for my art so I think that that really kind of boosted my confidence and gave me um sort of a platform to step into myself with so yeah, yeah. I, I I remember painting a rainbow in a play school is easel when I was two years old and wanting knowing I wanted oh to be gosh. an artist but it's like one of those <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Painting rainbows. It's like the same content, the same. The easel has just gotten bigger and I have grown, but like it's all basically the same. Um, so and then, of course, it wasn't until I got a little older and a little more practical that I started looking around and realizing there were no artists in my life and that, you know, making a career as an artist was probably as unlikely as making it as a rock star. So um, I had these like, you know, voices in my head saying, okay, fair, get real. Like, what are you actually going to do with your life? Yeah. I ended up going to school to specifically a liberal arts school so that I could, that had a killer painting program so I could get mm. that burning love art out of my system and then go on to become a therapist or go to grad school and be something else but have like a foundation for that. Um, but the whole way through, my mom has always been like, so ridiculously supportive of me as an artist and I would call her freaking um, out all the time and be like mom what am I gonna do what am I gonna do and she'd be like Sarah art is like all you've ever been made like you you were made to be an artist like it's what you're mm -hmm. meant to do. you're just gonna do it we're gonna figure it out um and so that support really propelled me and I graduated from Boston University with a painting major and wow. I moved home with my mom and we threw a graduation party that was really just a giant art show yes. <laughs> and it was like my first thing art event that we pretended 
my graduation party and we sold some pieces and then just like went so hard and that was 13 years ago I have oh never gotten a job <laughs> I've never um yeah I've been a full-time artist ever since so. oh my gosh yeah insane I absolutely I just love how supportive your your mom was with you and just kind of let you guide your way yeah so it's so huge I'm so grateful to her and like she's been if you ever come to any of my art events she's there like talking chat cheering me on (laughs) (laughs) really such a such a huge support and still big part of my day-to-day Amazing. And did you grow up in San Diego? I did. So when all my friends were moving to New York to make it as an artist, I think that's where my practical side Mm. kind of, and I was like, I'm going to come to San Diego. Yeah. And live with my mom for a few years so I can save up some money and, you know, do that whole thing. And it's been just like such a beautiful launch pad for me, you know, that's the best. So I feel Mm -hmm. incredibly forever grateful that my mom was the black sheep in her family and left Michigan in the 70s in the BW van with her non-Jewish boyfriend. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I didn't have to. So it's just like an easy place to be from and to come back to. Amazing. Um, I'm looking at the art behind you and and of course on all the pieces that you do on your floor and everything. What What's the inspiration with the water? Well, um, kind of dovetails into the story we were just talking about, but I, when I came back to San Diego to um, try and pursue art in a real way yeah. as a career, um, water just naturally started making its way into my work. Um, I think I've always been really into, into psychology, like I said, I've always been really into reflections, like both from a technical artistic perspective, they're so freaking beautiful. Yeah. And if you're painting, what like, bright sun and water underneath the person, the way that the light shines on the skin, yeah. it's like listening and then all the colors get reflected and that just like visually really gets me um, excited. Um, but the meaning of the water in my work has sort of shifted a little bit through the year. So um, when I first moved home to San Diego and it first started like creeping up in my work, it was more about like a mindful environment. I was really into this idea because I moved around a lot like and noticed that people acted so differently in different environments and people dressed yeah. so differently. And it was like, I was really fascinated by this idea of how do our environments reflect on us. Um, and so I made this series of paintings of like colored lights reflecting on human skin to try and show that idea. Then when I came back to San Diego, I was like, what's the way that we can, I can show like more than internal space of a person mm. rather than like how an environment like a city shines on a person yeah and i felt like water was the perfect way to do that so if i could have like a figure mindfully floating through water it was sort of just like a beautiful setting to express what was going on for that person internally and then in 2016 i created this series that i called glow with the flow mm. <laughs> and it was about um again with reflectivity it was about how we have this reflective superpower to like reflect back what doesn't serve us and let in what does. So in that yeah. series, that's what um, the one on my, I'm getting really directionally yeah. confused. The dwarf <laughs> donut um, flows from that series. So it's like women in these like shiny plasticky pool floats wearing this like shiny, super reflective clothing and elements and stuff like that. And they're just like reflecting back negativity and letting in the goodness. Mm. Um, and then in 2019, I created this series, which is called the Trust Series, and it's all about um, 
women who trust themselves to pursue unconventional paths. So in that series, the women are actually elevated on top of the water, Mm. seeing themselves reflected, which to me represents like really seeing themselves, knowing themselves, and from that place being able to move forward from a place of intuition and instinct and self-trust. Amazing. So water is just about a lot of things. (laughs) And it looks throughout the years is very long answer for that. Yeah, yeah. And um, what's your sign? Do you? Pisces. I'm like, there's got to be like some water water going on here. You would have to tell you. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) And I noticed that you have water on the floor. Can you tell me what? what it's like like walking on water as <laughs> your floor it's like jesus <laughs> um yeah i love it i um i'm so especially excited to be chatting on an interior design podcast because um designing interiors as ex- specifically as extensions of my art become yeah. such a huge part of like my artistic development and journey over the past few years um, this is, I, I just moved into this home in at the end of, very end of 2019. Okay. Um, it was the first time that I actually had my art studio inside of my house for the past ten, decade or so. I'd been in these like warehouse style, really wow. industrial art studios. And it like totally transformed like my whole relationship to spaces. Um, mm. And I went crazy decorating this particular space as an extension of my painting. So like, yes, there's water on the floor. All the rainbow, all the curtains are ombre rainbow. Like everything is custom and rainbow and face art. Like, I wish I could Amazing. give you a whole, but I'll send you a video. <laughs> yeah, send me a video. And plus, you're you're having a whole show, like sharing all this, right? Is that what is coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. So th- the journey started with the house that I'm in now. Um, okay. I, it's diverse spaces. So that's when I'm like, designing interior spaces as extensions of my art. And since this home project happened, I designed the whole house. It got a lot of attention and press and it like really blew up in a way that was really surprising and delightful for me. And then from there, I started getting client projects. So last, this time last oh summer, I was designing a air, four bedroom Airbnb with like an exterior mural, painted all the walls inside, went crazy. We had a team of four. All wearing these jumpsuits and like having blasting Beyonce being so hot, you know, yeah. like you do at Alice Springs in the summer. And um, and now I am about to like embark on my third project, like sort of in this vein. Um, so I just completed this giant mural in Hellcrest, San Diego, right on Robinson Avenue. And I am obsessed with it. It's like, I love it. I love this mural so much. I just posted about it on Instagram. So check out my Instagram if you want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Um, and the apartment complex or the um, the company that hired me, they're called SNF yeah. Properties. This is the second time I've created a large scale mural for them. And they know I'm into design as well. And so what's mm. really special about this particular mural project is they really trusted me in my design aesthetic to make decisions yeah. to sort of like integrate the mural throughout the entire building. Mm. So right. I did all of the Dun Edwards P colors on the exterior of the mural. I selected like these, this like sherbet palette of like mm. really fun summery accent colors that dry out of the mural to go on all the doors and the awnings. Oh my gosh. Wow. I am the letting me have like full reign of one of the living rooms inside of this apartment complex. No way. 
So it's like so, it's like an artistic dream because the mural, I'm so, so stoked. The mural is like these two 20 foot paintings of women. One of them is wearing stripes and painting polka dots. And one of them is wearing polka dots and painting stripes. And it's all just like with rainbow light and just like technicolor. They look like they're glowing. And so my inspiration for this uh, living room is like what I imagine that these characters in my mural are painting inside of the building. So, I mean, you can imagine it's going to be a lot of stripes, a lot of polka dots, a lot of rainbows. And I'm wearing this jumpsuit right now because the second we finish this interview, I'm going to start falling the space. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited. And so on um, July 19th, we are hosting a mural reveal party and like community mixer. Mm-hmm. So please come. We're going to have non-alcoholic cocktails, my improv cocktails, food, nice. drinks, um, DJ. And that's going to be at Duplet at 19- or 1239 Robinson Avenue. Perfect. Yeah, we'll share all of that so that you all can join um, and take a peek at these beautiful murals. And is the inside going to be done or is it just really the outside that we're enjoying? No. Yes. So this um, party is going to be the only opportunity for the public to come see this oh living gosh. room dining. So, yeah, I, I mean, I really got to get to work. <laughs> I mean, right now. And then we have to just like go ham, install this thing. Oh and then God. you have to celebrate it all. So oh really, really. Yeah. And are they going to Airbnb this space out or is somebody living there now? Or like, are they renting it out? Like, what's the thing? Oh, wild. Because this is like an apartment group that yeah. are, that are renting these as like long-term rentals. So oh somebody mm-hmm. will have the opportunity to be like, Yes, I want that to be my rental with a rainbow yeah. chandelier and crazy wallpaper and like paint what? But they oh they so yeah, somebody will have the option to rent it as I as like the artist who painted the mural has designed. Oh it. my gosh. Like who who does that? You know? And I was talking to um Monique, the, the person in charge at yeah. Evanet Properties and I was like showing her my mock-ups and she's like you just, you can't do wallpaper. I was like, okay, well, here's what it looks like without wallpaper. And she was like, we're doing wallpaper. <laughs> so they're really like letting me um, do a lot more than any rental usually lets people. Right? Yeah. Like usually it's like, okay, no, our walls are white. And if you paint anything, you better paint it back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just this to show like how cool they are to work with and yeah. how much they like trust and support the artistic process of like, yeah, oh, paint this wall, paint all the walls, and then sure, go ahead and paint one of the arms. Why not? Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Um, how freaking exciting. So I'm I'm super stoked to see like where you go with this design aspect. Um, I just see you blossoming and blooming and you've really created this niche and and persona and I, I, ju- I just absolutely love that we're like basically stepping into a painting and living in a painting <laughs> yeah thank you me too and you know what I, I hate to say this on an interior design podcast but yeah. like I before I'm moving into this home like I just yeah. didn't I thought about art and design as such separate things I think mm. it was because like I didn't design my home with that much intention I yeah. didn't um, paint my paintings in my home and like moving into this space and really 
combining everything and like made me think about art and design so much more holistically and realizing that like it it doesn't make sense actually for the artwork to end like at the edges of the canvas and everything is the same and everything is integrated and it's been such a like creative awakening for me and now like having the opportunity to work with clients and like integrate that concept into my projects where I'm like yeah I'll make a giant paint mural for you outside but also like let's design the lobby of your hotel like Mm -hmm. why shouldn't be be an extension of the art like if it's all about like making an impact conversation and like inspiring how people feel in a space it's like it's all the same thing right absolutely absolutely and I love that about your podcast that you um you know you have interior designers but you also spotlight artists so can you tell me about like what is your inspiration for making that decision obviously like everything you're doing is obviously intentional yeah so for me um with design I just I I used to work at a showroom down in Little Italy where Urban Wood is now. It used to be called Mixture. And I was there for, I think, like four years. And we designed with a lot of modern European lines. But all the art in that showroom were local artists. So even though we had European lines that we're working with, we were connecting with these local artists. So I would be in there every day checking in art from the artists we hang the art, we do shows, we do all these things. And so I really had an appreciation for the artists that were coming in and they would tell me the stories of their art and what they were doing. And they were creating just really cool spaces and um, uh, other art studios. I don't know if you uh, remember or, or know Matt Devine, but he was a mm-hmm. sculptor here in San Diego. And he's, he's now him and um, Morgan, his wife and um, daughter moved up to Oregon. Um, but when they were here, Matt would bring in his art and he was telling me that he was creating glass house and it was that art studio down in the barrio. And I was just like, Oh my God. And he would have these parties and his wife and I would go down there and we would make a mess of his studio with like, we would glue feathers and glitter and all kinds of stuff. And he'd come in and just be like, what the hell is happening? It was like an explosion. So he built us a studio within the glass house so that we can like have our <laughs> our space. Um, but it was people like him that they were creating these spaces and, and just hearing these stories. So I've always been connected with the artist. And when I finally went off on my own, um, I've always been spiritual, connected with that realm. Um, always into like tarot and, and, and all these things. And when I went off on my own, I was like, oh my God, I can go back and, and take time to learn feng shui. Then I learned about Reiki. Then I was like, I got to be a Reiki master. And then I was like doing all these things. Um, so for me, when I design, I'm incorporating all of it. And art has such a huge impact um, on the way we feel, what we see every day, um, just the symbolism and the way everything is so connected. And when I created the podcast, initially, it was for people that were designing their own homes or just to kind of give other designers like feng shui tips and that kind of thing. And then it evolved into um, the, the new podcast, the Holistic Interior Design Business Podcast. And I created a membership to also assist designers. And what was really important for me to connect with artists that were here locally um, to support that ecosystem and to be able to offer our clients original art versus like picking something, you know, off 
the shelf at a West Elm or Target or whatever um, to support local and also like the stories that we have. And when a client connects with an artist or connects with a piece or hears the story behind a piece, there's always a connection. Um, I just think it's the most magical thing. And I'm really intentional about the art that is placed in a home. So yeah, so it was always just kind of this thing that I've always kind of just been in and like, yeah, I just have so many beautiful artist friends and I'm like, we need to share you with like everybody and all these designers need to know who is in our backyard. Like, I, I feel like too, there's no one place for designers to like know about art or this or that. And that's also why we created Art Scene SD was to have a central place to find out what galleries had openings, what artists were doing what. Um, so it, it kind of all is meshing together at this point. Um, yeah. yeah, and then we're creating and, and creating like kind of like a branch off of this for Art Scene, like having the Art Scene podcast um, that features all the artist episodes that I've done. Like this whole month has just been sort of an art month for me. Usually I do like one a month, but I'm just, I'm just like, this is all working out. Um, and what's really funny with you, Sarah, is um, our episode that just aired today, which is, what is today? The 11th. We um, had Jen Marie um, on today and I found her through my friend Michelle and Michelle and Jen Marie, I don't know if you know the story, they met in the parking lot of your show. Okay, so I... <laughs> like in preparation for this podcast I just like played the latest episode this morning and was like listening I'm like oh I know Jen Marie and she's like oh my god and shout out to Sarah Steiger and I was like wait what okay and then also Michelle McAllister is the person who referred me to FNF properties for these mural contracts oh full circle all around I love the synchronicity of everything yeah and you and I just connected, was it yeah. a week ago? A couple weeks ago. Like, I don't remember. Yeah, like a week ago, I think. <laughs> it was like we wrote each other forever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. a week ago. Yeah, <laughs> so they're like, I'm like, oh, you need to come on the podcast. <laughs> Here well, we are. And the gallery that Jen Marie and Michelle were at where they met and the stuff led them to your podcast. Yeah. It, is, it was that like it sounds very aligned with your mission for this podcast so it was intentionally like i called it stiver spring showroom instead of a gallery and it's a living room inspired art gallery oh i gosh. partnered with all of these um brands and makers that like make this really rad and unique um custom and colorful furniture mm -hmm. and then i flower and sound edwards paint company i painted all the walls like for just wow. a like one month gallery i went insane designing this space extension of my art with that same idea in mind of like right if you walk into a white walled gallery like yeah. the art is just it's just doesn't have a soul and an extension it's like this art will end up in your home where it's gonna like and want you to be able to experience it in like an intentional space so yeah i feel like we have a lot in common with what we're interested in yeah absolutely so yeah i just love all the synchronicities and i've gone i've i've gone to several of your shows like in the past um but we've never actually like really got to oh connect God. and talk so, <laughs> <laughs> so awesome yeah 
I absolutely love it. So yeah, I love that you you asked about that because yeah, I mean that's part of like everything that I do. It, it is intention, intentional, um, especially with design. Like every little aspect that we're sourcing, and you know, I mean, you're designing space, so it's like every little part and piece has to have a meaning or an intention, or it, nothing is done by accident. I should say so. Yeah, it's cool too. Like I. I don't know how hard we should get into this, but like that you light a candle before having a conversation with somebody like to create that space to slow down. Like I feel like in so many interviews, I'm just like buzzy and like um, I'm jiving from like enthusiasm and like of course. <laughs> buzzy energy, but it's really cool that you're like creating a space for the people you're chatting with where you're like integrating that intentionality that you care about in your design into like the conversation and like, setting it up in that way. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. So for me too, like I, um, I don't do so many anymore, but I would do a lot of moon circle ceremonies, um, tarot ceremonies. So for me, it's always kind of setting the space or setting the stage for what we're about to, to enter. Um, you know, I, I, spaces are so sacred. So it's like creating a container to hold the intention. Um, same thing when I'm working, you know, with a client or whatever, even if I'm not like literally lighting a candle with them as we go into a meeting, I'm being intentional about, um, you know, what's the agenda for this meeting? What What's the vibe or the feeling um, that we're getting into? Like, how can I hold space for them? Because during construction, it's super, super crazy, chaotic. There's so many people in and out, so many energies happening. And a lot of times I have to hold that space for the client to get them to be focused and to feel comfortable um, because their lives are literally, you know, torn upside down. Um, they don't know <laughs> what's going on. There's stuff in the yeah. air. There's just, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. And right. It's like their, their home is like being put up in shambles and they're making all these decisions. They don't see them coming to fruition yet. So yeah, it is a really, um, I haven't really thought through what an unnerving time I bet that can be for your mm -hmm. client. Holding space for them. Yeah, yeah. And then my favorite part, of course, is coming in at the end and being able to place art and all the accessories and get everything judged up and 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 vibing. And you know, art just plays such a huge role uh, with everything. I mean, it's like you know, I always tell them, you know, the the piece of art that is sitting in front of your bed. Um, you know, it's the most important piece. It's the first thing you see in the morning. It's the last thing you see before you close your eyes. So yeah, uh, being really intentional about like, what is that, that piece and to have people mm -hmm. like you that can create such magic and that can hold the energy or the intention of something is, is really incredible. Um, do you ever do commission work or do you work with designers or have you kind of gone down that path? And if so, what does that look like? Yeah. Um, I love that you said that because during the gallery and like occasionally we'll all, we'll do home shows. We'll offer home shows with the arts mm -hmm. line, get the opportunity to go into people's homes once they've been designed and everything and try out different paintings and talk yeah. through the meaning. And it's always it's such a, people always cry. Like it's always such a meaningful yeah. experience. Find the painting that yeah. means something that is going to be part of their home, part of their lives. Um, and then, yeah, to answer your question, I do, I do it. The commission's question can be kind of tricky for me because Very tricky. I tend to not, I like everybody wants a painting of themselves and their dogs. And like, I don't tend to have the capacity to take on 
like that sort of just like custom portrait of like, yeah. will you paint me in your style? Like my paintings have so much intentionality behind mm -hmm. them. I curate an entire like concept that's like very meaningful to me wow. and hopefully personally meaningful. I curate entire photo shoots that are like really productions. <laughs> so there's just oh like gosh. so much to it. So like that said, I will create custom work if it feels like very in alignment with yeah. my work. So it's like, I guess the question for me is like, if I create this painting with and for you, one, will it feel like a collaboration? And two, if I throw it in my portfolio, will it be undistinguishable from the rest of my body of work? Because like I have just, um, you know, such high expectations yeah. of my work and I want everything to be the quality um, that the work that I offer is. Um, so I love to work with people who have like for example i had a painting i did a i have a series of um, paintings made with tape that are like so rad and shiny so and cool. like they're completely made out of tape they're like there's no paint to them um and the this collector of mine who i have a relationship with was like hey so like i had this one that was like a girl doing a backbend wearing like a rainbow tutu and they were like wait we saw that but like there's something about cartwheels that are so mm -hmm. meaningful in my life and in our relationship it's like it has to do with like our life philosophy all this stuff wow. so when in their home in Del Mar we found this um like 10 foot wall and I was like wait can we do it there wow so commissioned me to create a five foot wide but seven foot tall painting made completely out of tape that's like you know this tape is glittery and holographic so wow. like it changes like walking through the space it completely transformed the space and it's like that needed to be a commission because I'm not like I, I don't just like have the capacity yeah. to be making a seven foot five tape painting of a cartwheel and like you know but it's like it felt so integrated into what I care about and it's like it's everything I have to say a picture of it it's like the oh rap it's one of my favorite things I've ever made um so like that kind of thing yes I've done um commissions for the Marriott Hotel in downtown San Diego the lobby centerpiece behind the front desk is mine the Marriott commission side, mural commissions, of course. So basically it's like, yes, I do Depends. do commission. I do work with designers. I do work with like art consultants for hospitality and things like that. Um, it's just like needs to fit into those parameters. Yeah. No, and I love that you set that boundary. I think that's so important. And um, it's really in alignment with who you are. And I think also for designers to hear that from you and from other professionals that this is how you do that and this is how you stay true to who you are because as designers a lot of times we're, we bend over we don't have boundaries we're like all over the place so it's like seeing somebody do it is is really inspirational and it also gives permission as a designer to also set those boundaries and to also be in that that space that you hold so um i just wanted to commend you for being able to express that and and I think it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. A client, if they choose to like spend their hard-earned money to commission you to create a work of art, it's because they resonate with what you do. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, if it's not a fit or if you're doing something that like, you know, it just has like a chock full with like too much personal symbolism that's not going to like sing artistically, then, yeah. you know, you're doing it to service to that client by taking on projects that mm -hmm. um, are in alignment with what you feel would be like the most badass work of art that you could possibly yeah. create. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I just love that.
Um, and, and every time I talk to an artist or even somebody that's not in the design field um, that is out on their own, we have so much to learn from each other just in the way that we do business and how we hold ourselves accountable. So I just, but I just, I, I'm just like, this is just a beautiful golden nugget that um, I feel like he just gave to us. So um, yeah, there's always something. Um, what else is going on? What other events or shows do you have coming up for this year? Well, uh, yeah, I'm in a really exciting place right now because like since January of this year, yeah. I was planning for this um, Stiver Spring showroom and that just like closed, it overlapped actually a little bit with my mural. So I was like painting this mural and then like my team was closing down the gallery and I was like in two places once, which was incredibly exciting. Um, and now it's like a little, I, I mean, I'd say it's an exhale, even though like, <laughs> we're installed. Yeah. We can have a show next week. But yeah. this is like as chill as it gets, you know? <laughs> um, and we've been in like, um, I put like all the big meetings for what's next kind of off until the end, of, you know, until the year was over. So every day has been like five meetings about oh like gosh. new driver's thesis projects, a pop-up gallery I want to do in Palm Springs, giant new murals, wow. like all over San Diego. So there's like so much possibility in the air right now. Um, and I'm just like putting the pieces together, you know, like I'm, I'm having a meeting so later cool. today about possible another local show that I'm going to do before the end of the year. But like, um, yeah, so lot, there's a lot happening and I just need to sort of like wait yeah. until the dust settles and get those contracts moving. And then I'll be able to like really say with, you know, definitive yeah. Yeah. net. But if you are listening to this and curious, we always do so many fun parties and events and things and activations. And there's a section on my website, which is sarahstiver.com slash events. And we always keep that updated with what's Perfect. next. That's also where you can go now and RSVP for um, the event on the 19th, which okay. I believe listening to this the day it comes out, I believe that is tomorrow. So <laughs> if you're Please join me tomorrow. I would love to meet you. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yes, please do. And where else can we, we can find you on Instagram? What's your Insta? Yes, Instagram um, at Sarah Stiver. It's spelled not how you think it is. So <laughs> check out the show notes. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just, I'm on all the things. Okay. And then, um, but yeah, I'm most, I'm most active on Instagram. Okay. You can like see me dabbling in TikTok and YouTube and Facebook, but Instagram is like, my main home. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> and then I've got like my website always being updated, but it's all linked to their Instagram. Love it. Love it. So we'll share all of that. And um, the last question I always like to, to kind of connect with everyone on is what are you doing to keep you grounded? How are you staying centered? Is there any practices or things that you're enjoying at the moment to kind of anchor you in? Yeah. Um, so my like rock has been for the last, you know, years is the pretty regular yoga practice mm. um so i practice yoga all the time i think it's really as an artist it's just like yeah. making art is like i think people who aren't artists might like have this um romantic idea of making art as being like just inspiration all the time like <laughs> just spark, spark and spark and it's like no girl like i am it is work and it's yeah. consistency. Sometimes it can be boring and sometimes you have to force yourself. So it really is a practice, you know? Um, and then sometimes you'll find those moments of like sparky inspiration and like it's worth it, you know? Yeah. Um, but a practice like yoga that just practice, that 
helps me to like breathe and listen to myself and and do, stay in uncomfortable poses. I think that really translates beautifully into a like more painting practice. Um, and then I've also gotten into just like journaling, um, mm. especially this year, a big year in my my art business because yeah. I just took on a full break for the first time oh, in January and I'm like, I'm saying no to all vacations. I'm like really putting my head down and trying yeah. to build something like beautiful and bigger and more sustainable and like being able to support like all of my epic dreams. Um, so with that comes just like a lot that I need to like process out and um, write my way through. So I try to write three pages a day. I fail miserably, but when I do get into the like the swing of it, I find that that is like incredibly informative and grounding. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. Oh, and walk, just... walk, walking. <laughs> yes, walking. <laughs> That's yeah, that's Sorry, one of my things. No, yeah, walking is huge for me. It's like my morning walk. I try to get into an afternoon walk as well. I feel like that kind of clears the head. I just, you know, I'm in there all the time, but uh, yeah, so beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad that you were able to come on and that we got to meet and connect and um, share all the things. We will definitely be following you connecting with you and i can't wait to see your show so thank you you so much this has been a wonderful conversation thank you for holding the space and like sharing so much about your journey too it's really fun to learn about more about you and next time you come to my art show yes um let's (laughs) glitter art back (laughs) yes absolutely it'll be amazing you've been listening to the holistic interior design business podcast if it's one that you have been enjoying please share with anyone else that you think can benefit from this knowledge and leave us a five-star review that helps us get seen and found by other new and aspiring interior designers and if you're looking for mentorship i invite you to join our club here at the Design Coven. It's a bridge between school and real life interior design. We get in much deeper there. We have virtual and in-person events. So everyone is welcome. You don't need to have a design degree to be part of it. Just an interest in holistic interior design. I also want to thank our editor, Marcy Ferry and Kinseth Thibodeau, who is our music composer. Until next time, be well and we will see each other soon.